This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. Your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. Zach, the postseason, it is here. We finally made it. We got a full regular season in and the moment we've all been waiting for, the thing that we've been building up because we've said regular season felt like preseason a little bit. Now everything's on the line. Every game counts and uh, one win or one loss and you're out. Season's over. All six MAC teams qualified. We'll have five games. We do have a head-to-head match. We'll get into that. We also have our Benefit Sports Box Player of the Week, Zach. We'll talk that as well. But, of course, we have to do power rankings, and we'll see how things go. This might be the last time we do it. it, it after you after you start to win in the postseason, at that point, power rankings. You're season. not going to be able to rank a few of these teams here. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, some will be out. And then, how? I mean, at that point, once each team has won a playoff game, how do you? Yeah, who, who do you put above? I don't, I, and, and to be honest, I, just, I don't. I don't even know if power rankings are relevant now because a lot of these teams, we know they're not going to see each other again. The only thing that really matters well, is a couple of them could. Well, I we know we need to get one, and then maybe right. But what yeah, I, what I I'm saying know. is, it's it, you're not. It's it's been defined. Dakota and Stevenson are on the top. We know that, and it's 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 uh it, it's anybody's game now at this point. Well, let's just run them through really quickly, just as we head into the postseason. But again, not a lot of change here. One. Zach, I've had Dakota on top for weeks now, and at this point, like it's going to be for you, there's no reason for me to move Dakota anywhere. I mean, if I could move them up again, I would, the, the <laughs> way that they've been playing, to be honest with you. And and so uh, at, at five and one, Mac Red co-champions, and I mean, you get a kid like Javian Stepney who has almost seven, 700 yards in the last three weeks, the way they're playing right now, the way the field shapes up for them, uh, to me, it, there's there's little question they're the best team in the Mac Red. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna actually agree with you this week, Zach, because of the way Dakota has been playing. I did I had I Stevenson as my number You're one like, before. There's, there's no point in doing I'm these. unpredictable. Then, I'm unpredictable. And then like a cur- it throws me a curveball right off the bat. Well, guy. I'll tell you why. All right, I'm listening. Stevenson, um, I, I I worry a little bit about the 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 how close last week's game was. I worry if um not having some of the uh, some Ramsey. I. I Kid like Jordan Ramsey in there for the playoffs. Gaden Sloan back. Yeah, the, Dakota is a very dangerous team mm. right now. So I'm not necessarily discrediting Stevenson as I am just really impressed with the way Dakota's playing. And I think for them, uh, they might be able to go the deepest in the playoffs out of all the Mac Red teams right now. Two. I have Stevenson here. And look, they have a pretty good draw. I mean, look, you are a top seed in your district. You've got a good draw. Yeah. They're in a tough spot. But look, the playoffs are difficult. Uh, could they? Could it be a little easier? Yeah, I think that Mac red bracket is a little bit easier because of the teams that mix in. Right, okay. You have a Stony Creek. I mean, you look at Lance Cruz North. They've only played four times. You know, And, and so there, there's a buy in that bracket as well, right, with Stony Creek. So, But anyway, Stevenson has played so well regardless of the circumstance it may not always have been pretty but the way that their defense is able to grind things out I still I I, the way Dakota's played to me far and away puts them on top but that doesn't mean that I'm not confident in what Stevenson can do that doesn't mean that Stevenson hasn't had a great season I mean again if you go back to the last game of this the last game of the regular season to now 
lights out. Couldn't ask for anything more. No, it's well, maybe a couple of minutes there in the state semifinals, maybe. But I mean, still, come on. Stevenson had a near perfect regular season. Their only loss coming against Chippewa Valley, which Chippewa Valley put on an offensive showcase Man. in that game against Stevenson. It was Crazy. it was it was back and forth with the scoring drives and and Chippewa f- Valley was able to pull away in the second half. Touchdowns were scored on the first four drives. Yeah, it was it was right insane. And and that was their their only loss of the Steven. Look, if I'm Stevenson, I'm saying guys, we coach champs of the red, we're walking into a a different playoff pitcher than some of our Mac Red counterparts. Theirs is difficult because it's more of an unknown. A lot Absolutely. of familiarity in the other bracket. Absolutely. Odds are, if you're a Mac Red team, aside from Gross Point South, you are going to see another Mac Red team or in the playoffs. Or at least a Mac White team that you've you've seen, maybe not this year because of the way things are. But you're fa- it's familiar territory. Um, Lance Cruz North playing anybody in the red is not something that's going to be like, oh, what's this? Right. But it, but with for Stevenson, I'm looking at it as, guys, we know we have made a deep playoff run with less than what we have right now. We are a more experienced team. The more experienced team this year by far. A lot of these kids were on that team. They're, 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 the Titans are dangerous. Titans are dangerous in the playoffs. I know if anybody is going up against them, they better come prepared because they are a strong team that is playoff tested. They're battle tested. Three. Talking about a team that's battle tested. You get a team, Gross Point South. I've got them here at number three, four and two. They were just a couple of minutes away from themselves being Mac Red Co champions and the, the way that they have transitioned. I mean, Zach, it, flawlessly, seamlessly, they'll tell you they want more. Who wouldn't, right? You, you show up in both of those games that they lost. They had opportunities to win them both. I understand why they say they could have done more. I don't disagree with that. But that takes away nothing from what they have done in this season and what they've accomplished. And again, they, they slide in to the Mac red and, and look, they blend in like everybody else does. When's the last time that's happened? It's been 10 years or longer since we've seen something like that happen. And and so I just, I've just been so impressed with them all season long. Something that we're not used to seeing. And, and this team, the way they competed against uh, the Mac red and the fact that it's the end of the season, regular season. And we're talking about gross points South in a power ranking before three other teams that were gonna, fighting for the top last year. And they're going to win some playoff games too, I'll tell you what. Walking into uh, playoffs, I am I am really happy if I'm Gross Point South because I'm looking at this as we have had such a hard season of matchups and we've been not only competitive, but we have been at the top of the conversation. So that should not change come playoff time. And walking into Division Two. Man, this is going to be interesting for them. I'm excited to see what Gross Point South does in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's a that's a fun bracket. We'll get to that in a minute. Three. Oh, I did it again. Four. Oh, I, this I, is what happens when Zach takes over uh, the board again. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I have Chippewa Valley here, two and three. Zach, I, you know, I, I thought about, you know, should they move up down? Should they move down because they didn't play? To me, the answer is no. Uh, look, I have a lot of questions about this team. The, the the week off they had adds to those questions. For sure. Not necessarily in a negative way, uh, but I have Chippewa Valley here at four, two, and three that week, you know, coming in after losing a couple of games and having the week off. Um, they've had some time to really look inward, though I know 
Uh, it's not like when you have the restrictions they did where you could like practice the whole time and 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 do normal things. So I, I just I, I'll be curious to see how they come out of all of this into the playoffs. And again, that game with Eisenhower is going to be really interesting. But I've got uh, Chip Valley here at four. Yeah, they're sticking in my number four spot as well. No movement, no games played. I don't think you could move a team for that reason. Um, but man, you're looking at a Chippewa Valley that is only, I know it's a short season, but they've only won twice. Yeah. They've only won yeah. twice this whole season. And, and that is unfamiliar territory for them. I mean, you're talking about teams that uh, had gone undefeated in previous seasons, won a state championship. There's still some pedigree there, but Looking at it at a Chippewa and Valley potential team, there too, I think. oh, oh, no doubt. I don't, I, I don't want to match up with Chippewa Valley in the playoffs. Right. However, coming off of a bye, a, 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 a somewhat of a bye week, I guess you could call it. They were off. Um, two, oh man, and and they're on a, they've not been it, on a good uh, trajectory. It's been it's the last been, couple they, of weeks. They've had yeah. two games that they lost in a row. Uh, when they were looking so hot, uh, they're really going to have to get it together with playoffs because it's not going to be an easy road for them by any means. Each one of those games came down to the final play. Five. This is where I have Eisenhower, and I got to say, you know, they're not thrilled to be... Um, by the way, the my power rankings line up with just the way the season finished, so I, I'm not going out on a limb here um, with Eisenhower at five, but I tell you what, uh, Romeo and Eisenhower at five and six, or at six and five, whatever... Um, they both have to be feeling okay right now, right? Like I, better than I you agree. Think, better I agree. Than you think you would be a couple of weeks ago better than you would be feeling at the bottom of the Mac Red, especially the. I mean, the way they play, they both played. We've got right? a little bit of momentum under their belts. They've each won. They've the Romeo's won what two other last three Eisenhower's won two in a row. Yeah, yeah. I uh, is it two in a row? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah Eisenhower, Chippewa, it is. Yeah, Chippewa right, Valley, and then, Chippewa, then uh, Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay yep. Uh, and so, you know, for Eisenhower, the, Bryce made a great point last week. The ability to, not because Preston Crum isn't capable per se, I think he's got a great future ahead of him, but the ability for Eisenhower to scale back on the number of times they ask him to throw the football, as each time they've been able to effectively scale back, they've done better. And that's not a commentary on him. It's just the ability to spread out the football. No. Excuse me, spread the football. And we've seen how that's been it's, working for, it's working for them. And this is this is what we had been talking about all season long. You as a team dealing with injuries, dealing with young talent, right. you're trying to figure out what this team looks like. And you've had six games to figure it out. And you're seeing the uh, the shift in the teams that are, are starting to figure it out and the ones that are still having some unanswered questions. But I think we're not giving the red enough credit. You know, when you're, when you're going up against teams like Dakota that. and Stevenson, we saw that last week. How you're do right. you, you know, it's hard to kind of get a feel for your team when you're going up against guys like Stephanie every weekend. Right. Like it, it's, it's just not something that is going to come easy. So now that they're going into playoffs, um, it's all on the line. I mean, it's 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 interesting that we have uh, we're going to see a a rematch in the playoffs with two of the Mac Red teams. Fascinating. Um, but now we're going up against a Romeo team that actually had a or we're going we're going to go into six is where I have Romeo. Obviously, they're the last ones left, and Romeo is a team that looked 
pretty good after their last game. They brought up some young talent. Uh, they brought some kids up. I, I think there was a freshman running back. Um, and, and they were they 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 pull off a win. I don't think either one of us picked them to win that game. No way. Because of what we had been seeing. But Wall then Lake it turns Northern out. Coming off a win against Wall Lake Western is a very good football team. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where you look at it and you say, hey, this field, this playoff field is wide open. Yeah, it is. At least, there's no doubt. Look, the playoffs look differently this year, obviously, because everybody is in. There's no cutoff. Things have uh, changed temporarily. But you're right. These playoffs are wide open, and that specter of COVID hanging over really makes things just so fragile. And so, at this point... I mean, you would do this anyway, but teams had to take it one practice at a time, one round at a time. Obviously, you can't look past a, a playoff round anyway because if you don't win, it doesn't matter. Um, but, but you know, again, Romeo um, definitely going to have an opportunity in the postseason. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Well, and even for Romeo, Zach, too, look at, look at who they went up against in the first round last year. They went up against Davis in yeah. a game they thought they could win. I game think we, we thought, all thought they could win. I mean, win. we had – that's – yeah. And and this this is a team that well, we really that, undersold Davison though. I mean, we were we were totally yeah, totally. But we, way off. we if you remember at the beginning of the season, we we talked to Ty Messner and he said uh, he said we we still think we could have beat that team. We still think we're that team that can go out there and beat a Davison that can they can go out there and 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 that's what I think we're going to see from this Bulldog team. They might shock the world a little bit here in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. We'll get to that game in just a few minutes, Zach. Let's get to our benefit sports box player of the weekend. You know, we mentioned Gross Point South and the things they've done over the last several weeks. Obviously, you talk about Will Johnson because he's one of the best players in the country. A phenomenal talent, can do so many different things. But, you know, Egan Sullivan throughout the season has been extremely consistent in the backfield. And this past week against Gross Point North, 11 rushes, 104 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, kids averaging kids averaging 10 yards a carry, an absolute machine. He's really excelled as of late, and last week was a great example. He is our Week 6 Benefit Sports Box Player of the Week. Have have our Players of the Week all been running backs at this point? That's the way that it's gone. I, I, it's so, been a run-heavy league this year. Oh, I mean, the talent at that position in the red right. might be the best out there. Though, in fairness, had we done the Player of the Week Earlier in the year, you would have definitely seen Ryan Schuster take it at least once, if not twice. And and I will say, so, going into it though, too, you can't have a good run game without your offensive line. Absolutely. So so anybody they, there, there's a bit of shared credit there with the uh, the offensive line. As as any running back or quarterback will tell you, uh, those positions are key. So we don't want to leave those guys out either. Benefitsportsbox.com, all kinds of approved. NCAA okayed uh, pre and post workout supplements. That stuff's important. They didn't used to have that when we were when we were kids back in back in our days. Back when we were kids, we uh, (laughs) I I I always tell the story where uh, I remember my coach giving me the side eye because pre game I was I was eating a. Uh, a blizzard from uh, <laughs> from DQ. Could he did imagine, not look happy. Could you imagine that happening today? Doesn't fly today. But that was, everybody would show up with bags of McDonald's before games and everything else like that. We we ate like crap. Instead, benefitsportsbox.com is to build your own box square in the right-hand corner. Super simple. 
uh, locally owned and operated. Zach, Use that promo code. All one word, Mac Attack, 10% off your first box. Mac Attack, all one word at checkout, benefitsportsbox.com. Zach, we've got five playoff games ahead of us, four of them in Division One, and then, of course, Grosse Point South in Division Two. And, you know, it's it's hard to pick a game of the week when they're all the game of the week in the postseason, right? Each game is of extreme consequence. But, you know, I, I, I went with, to me, the one that is um, the most difficult to pick. And we also went with the one that features, I mean, how, how, how could we pass on the one that has both Mac Red teams? In yeah, you got you to gotta please the audience, too. And, and I don't think, uh, if we didn't have the fact that this, this rematch actually ended surprisingly to most people, I think most people would have had Chippewa Valley over Eisenhower in the regular season. That didn't happen. Eisenhower pulled off their first win of the season against Chippewa Valley. And, you know, now they're on a hot streak, but Chippewa Valley is going to get a second shot. And Eisenhower is going to be at Chippewa Valley. I don't remember if it was a home or away game last time, but uh, Chippewa Valley, always dangerous at home. The game of the week is brought to you by Elma College. Plaid works, and the world will be better for it. The fifth-seeded Eisenhower, 2-4, and four at the fourth-seeded Chippewa Valley, 2-3. and three. That is Division One, Region 4, District 2. Does our Elma College game of the week. And, you know, Zach, Chippewa Valley thought they would be slighted and you know because of the the COVID test and because of the way that things seem to be going unlikely they would get a home game this is a gift for the big reds having this game at home and you know this game should be the easiest game to pick you'd think because it's the only game in which we're intimately familiar with both teams it's right? already happened right once before and it's already happened and to be honest it should be even easier because not only has it already happened but you could argue that eisenhower is playing even a little bit better now they've they've achieved a little more consistency since the chippewa valley game but at the same time like i know we know you know what chippewa valley is capable of doing you know in that game for Eisenhower, that's where Mario Gita came into focus. And, and, you know, the last few weeks he's been very strong. But I just – I know with with the the Housie twins, with with Harris, Ultimarano, Schuster, the, the offensive line up front, like I know what this team is capable of. And so to me, uh, this game is extremely difficult to, to, to pick confidently. I mean, right. I, I can close my eyes and pick one. It's not difficult. But, but to be confident about it – it's it's just it's not going to be there for me. Well, how does uh, you know? I don't think any team walks in somewhere and beats Chippewa Valley twice in the same season. I mean, it just, that is very difficult. I mean, not to say that, not to take anything away from Ikers to say that that win was a fluke because I don't think it was. I think Chippewa Valley has has shown that maybe they're not they're a little ill prepared in some situations for their it, opponent. But can you do it again? But can you do it again? And this Chippewa Valley team. I kind of feel like they're due for a win. You know, how do you, how do you, you certainly I, would think so. You know, we were talking about, see them against King. we had them number one in our Mac attack or in our, in our power rankings for the Mac attack when they were sitting at two and one. Now they have not had a win in three weeks. Yeah. Think about that. Three yeah, weeks without a, a win. That, that's a long time that's for a, a team time. like Chippewa Valley. They have to go in 
and they have to play the way they did against Stevenson because I think that might have been their last win that they got, uh, that, that Stevenson victory. It was. If they go out and just have an offensive performance that looks like that, then this is a team that is going to go in at home and 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 really set themselves up for a good win. It's going to be hard against a team like Eisenhower, who does have such a strong defense, but I'm going to give the edge to this one to Chippewa Valley. I'm going to go with them for my pick here. I, I think that they they are um I think they're going to be ready for playoffs and I think that week off really uh hopefully put some perspective uh in front of them. Yeah, this game's super tricky, Zach. I, I do think overall Chippewa Valley is the better team. I too am taking the big reds. But I mean I gotta tell you, you know, picking against Eisenhower right now is not something that I do lightly. And you know, certainly the home field advantage it's it's different this year it's not sure. it's not quite as powerful as maybe it was in the past at least from a stand perspective but you know being at home it always makes things just a little bit easier is it enough to decide a game no we'll see no but but it, it certainly doesn't hurt travel to the heart of the mitten and check out elma college you'll find a campus that feels like home with small classes and endless opportunities the elma commitment also means an on-time graduation guarantee academic and career planning and twenty five hundred dollars to explore the world outside of the classroom zach up next the eight seed farmington they are winless zero and six on the year they will travel to sterling heights and take on the top seeded stevenson titans five and one this is division one region four district one they are on their own we'll come back to um district two in a minute but i, I did want to get back to stevenson here uh and look zach farmington only scored uh 10 point double digit points twice in the oaa white Stevenson's defense is among the best, not only in Macomb County, but but certainly, you know, if your defense is among the best in Macomb County, to me, it means your defense is among the best across the state. And the Titans can't take anything for granted, but, I mean, this is theirs to lose on Friday, right? I mean, I, yeah. and I, 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 don't, I don't say that disrespectfully, but when you look at what Stevenson has done and when you look at what Farmington has not done, yeah, on paper, on paper, we, we know we can't go off that completely. But if if I'm Stevenson, you know, you get that number one seed, which means you get to go up against the number eight seed. That's always going to happen. But you know, you don't want to take any opponent opponent lightly in the and they playoffs. Won't. They won't. Um, and I, you're right, Justin Newcomb's team. I mean, they are not an organization that that does that. You saw the way they. Um, made that run in playoffs last year. Yeah. They are hoping to do the same this year. Farmington will be a a. I mean, this is where the postseason gets weird, right? Like, yeah, no, no, I know you're not talking about a team like right. this in the postseason. And I mean, you could really look at this. This at, team wouldn't be in in normal situations. They could, no wins. You're just, not in. You could look at this just as week seven. I mean, you really because everybody gets to play. Right, right. It's so, true. So theoretically, true. it's just kind of a randomized warm up for the playoffs because everybody's in, right? Right. And now that doesn't. But here's the here's where it's not random, is if it if it didn't count, Stevenson would get to play next week no matter what. Right. Farmington's gonna have a chance to win this game, and Zach, you know what? Somebody, some I don't know where it's gonna be, but I, I would put not a ton of money, but I mean I, I would make a sizable bet that an zero six team wins a playoff game. 
Not here. Man. I'm not. Not I know. Here. I know. Not here. I, I know. Not here. I know. And, and I think but that's the on, fun. That's a fun thing about playoffs. It's it's anybody's week to win it. We've seen, uh, we've seen upsets and some teams. I mean, it's it's kind of fun to be the underdog. Sometimes you got nothing to lose. Except, if you're Farmington, you walk into this and you say, "Hey guys, we're going up against a Mac Red team. We're going up against Stevenson. They're five and one. Go out there." Have fun you and see what happens. Normally, you wouldn't be here. Take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, you, you don't walk. You don't walk into the game of your Farmington thinking that you're going to go out and win that game outright. However, sometimes just the lack of pressure really changes the way you play. And if you have nothing to lose and you lay everything out there, uh, anything can happen. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to take Stevenson here. Yeah, I think that's the safe bet. Um, I'm excited to see what Stevenson does in the playoffs, and and this is where it will all start. I've got Stevenson in this game as well. Farmington at Stevenson. Zach, going back to that District 2 bracket where uh, we'll spend a, a good chunk of time. There are three Mac Red games, four Mac Red teams. Number seven, Lance Cruz North. They're just 0-4, Zach, playing that minimum uh, four games this Barely season. Barely scraping in. Traveling to Dakota, who is five and one, and you know how how do you how do you judge a team that's only played four games? And I, I, I'll say this with all due respect, you know Stony Creek in this bracket got the bye. I would rather have this. And I again, it it allows. You're, you're it, saying if you're you'd rather be Dakota than sitting on a week off. As Stony Creek, correct. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a fair argument. I'm not Zach. saying this is a guaranteed win, but when you look at when you look at the differences between these two teams, I mean, 25 points all season long total. Yeah, for Lance Cruz yeah. North. That's so. So it's more how is this setting you up for round two than just getting that buy in round one. Yeah, great. I, I didn't have to play a game. So what? You're you're coming in a little cold. And no, I, I, I personally agree with you. It's not necessarily a good thing. And we talked about that even before, regardless of who your opponent was. You kind of said in high school football, I don't know if a buy the first round is necessarily the the, the best thing for your, your team. I don't think so. Now, again, that I'm not guaranteeing Dakota's victory. They have to come out and, and, and play smart disciplined football but i i'm i i know that they're absolutely capable of doing it again you you look at lance Cruz north they've been outscored 107 to, to 25 and you know the cougars offense is totally dialed in especially now that you get caden sloan back i just there's 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 not much to say here i mean i, I just you know yeah it, it just this game shouldn't be close at all and i'm taking i'm not saying it won't be uh, but I'm I'm assuming that it's not going to be. I'm taking Dakota here, and I'm uh, that's a pretty confident. Dakota has played really good for the entire stretch of the game. So even in situations like against Eisenhower or Romeo, where it was really it was still close in the first half, you could have called it anybody's game. The second half, they just they just pull away and they just take it to another level. Um, yes. If they can if they can create a large gap in the first half and really jump off to an early lead, it will allow them to. Uh, rest some of their key players which I think would be would be good actually uh not to say that you you're 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 just kind of thinking the game's won in the first half but if it's if, if they don't have to necessarily rely on some of their key players because why why risk injury you know what I mean right. why risk those kind of things um so I, I I think that it will be easy for them to do so against a team like Lance Cruz North uh so I got to take Dakota in that one 
Lance Cruz North 0-4. The seven seed will travel to the second-seeded Dakota Cougars 5-1, Division One, Region 4, District 2. We've got one more game, Zach, in that bracket. Romeo 2-4. and four. They are the sixth seed on the road at number three, Anchor Bay, who is 4-2. And, two. and you know, the Tars had a great season, but they got steamrolled by Eisenhower, a team that Romeo beat earlier in the year despite having six turnovers. And, you know, Romeo's not had a great year, but they're, they're playing their best football. And, look, you know, we're in the playoffs. Everybody's got an opportunity here. Um, you know, again, this is not the season Romeo would have scripted. It's not the season they probably would have wanted. But they've got themselves an opportunity here. And after, you know, what I saw last week, between Eisenhower and, and Anchor Bay, my perspective, and really what I've seen from Romeo as well over the last couple of weeks, my perspective has changed a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And and for Romeo to come in at a six seed and go up against a four and two Anchor Bay from the from the white, okay, that that might be the best playoff matchup that a six could have asked for. A team coming in at two and four, Romeo is going to go up against Anchor Bay, a team they're familiar with. They, you know. Like you said, Anchor Bay had a great season, but the second they got up against an opponent like uh, Eisenhower from the Mac Red, it, it kind of all fell apart. It wasn't just a close game; it was an it was a game where I could actually uh, uh, perform from an offensive standpoint, even more so than defense. I mean, they, they put out twenty four points, uh, put up twenty four points. So if I'm looking at this from Romeo, I'm saying. Hell, we got a fighting chance here. Not just a fighting chance, but um, I, I like our odds uh, when we could have been looking at teams like Dakota or Stevens or Dakota or Chippewa Valley or Ike that we would have had to go in and play round one. Well, let's be honest. Romeo's going to have to be at their best totally. in, in this game. We've seen what happens when they lose mental focus. The, the game against Eisenhower where they turned it over six times. They, Can't had, happen. They've had a couple of games where they've had more than a dozen penalties. Can't happen. That that kind of stuff. Any combination, Zach, of, of those two things, it can't happen, right? I, I, I'm going to take Romeo in this game as well. And I, I do – we talked about – I'm going to say it again because, you know, I'm the repeater. We talked about this on, on uh, Sunday night. I think this is a good draw for Romeo. Totally. But to me, for Romeo, what I've seen between the ears has not been correct, and nothing about the draw in front of you is going to fix that. You have to fix it yourself. And so while I think they should have some level of confidence, at the same time, like, I, I still am I just – you this, got you got some you got some young hungry kids this, right now who know, are getting this, folded into the mix and, and that and complicates I, things too. It, it does without a doubt, but it I I think with that injection though, I I think that's what they're working on right now. They they had a they're coming off a very solid win. Uh, I think it might be the most uh, on the road that, that was their I, best I, win of the it, season. And if, I think if, they yeah. their best offensive performance as well. So so even without when they're lacking certain weapons, they they're finding a way to make it up and. Um, if I'm Coach Rhinus, I'm 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 happy with what I'm seeing. I just got to keep that focus there. We've got to keep yeah. that focus in line as we enter round one of playoffs. Not only did they hit 300 yards, but they only turned it over twice. Zach, I'm taking Romeo. I got Romeo as well. One more game. Wait, you know, before we go on, Zach, now that we've we've flushed that out, the way that we have it, Zach, in the bottom of Region Four, there, um, we've taken Romeo over Anchor Bay. And we've taken Dakota over Lance Cruz North. So that means in the next round, it would be, if we have it our way, Dakota and Romeo, another Mac on Mac game. And then that would set up a very interesting 
Chippewa Valley Stony Creek game, which I think to, to me, oh man, uh, I, I all kinds of intrigue there. Yeah, that that might be that might be your game of the week for uh, for the following week if it pans out that way, right? And you know, we had Stevenson over Farmington. They play the winner of Southfield A and T over Troy Athens. Uh, you know, on first glance, I would take Southfield A and T in that one just based on level of competition. That would be an interesting matchup in the second round there, and and things will be interesting for Stevenson up there in the top. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad that at least one Mac team was able to break away yep. and get out of that bracket to give another it's not a chance. Com- complete cannibalization of the, the Mac. No, Red. I mean they couldn't get far enough away, it just doesn't work that way, just as far as brackets go, but 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 still better. And again, that's what's nice about having Gross Point South, Zach, in the Mac Red now is it gives you another angle yep. at the bracket, right? This th- there can be no cannibalization here. The bracket's completely different, yep. right? So Oak Park, the eight seed. This is Division Two, Region Three, District Two. Oak Park, zero and six. Gross Point, the one seed in this district. They are four and two. And you know, Zach, we've seen Gross Point South get more comfortable with their offense over the last several weeks. Johnson Sullivan, we just talked about him, our Player of the Week, absolutely rolling. And uh, you know, Oak Park, they have given up a ton of points this season: thirty nine, thirty eight. Uh, 33, 38, 47. I mean, their closest yeah. game was a 14-13 loss to Oxford, which you know, anybody that lives out this way you know, knows that Oxford's a good football sure, program. Sure, they're always competitive. Absolutely, but you just haven't seen it from Oak Park yeah. in this season. And so, you know... Haven't gotten their win yet. They're one of those Owen... Uh, right. They're one of those defeated teams that's showing up in playoffs again for week seven. But, uh, but, but I don't think this is going to be one of those games that... Uh, but here's the thing. We talk about Gross Point South and how they have an edge because they play in the MAC Red. That edge won't come through here because Oak Park plays in the OAA Red. So it's not as if Oak Park's going to be like, "Oh my God, what's who are these this? guys? Right. I oh, this this is scary." No, they see this week in and week out, right? And so, um, when you have when you have, I mean, they've already played a team like West Bloomfield, super high-end talent there, and, you know, we could see uh, West Bloomfield a little bit later on uh, in that Stevenson bracket. So that doesn't mean that Oak Park has an edge. It just means that in 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 some of these games, you know, though, um, again, as you remember, I said I didn't know anything about this bracket. As you look at it, it's a, it's a little more competitive than I had originally given it credit for being, right? I mean, uh, Gross Point South in, in Oak Park. Oak Park's in the OAA Red. Um, in, in the game underneath that, Gross Point North and Jesuit North is obviously in the gold, and we know how that's gone for them in the gold, but we know how it's gone outside of it as well. Um, but then Jesuit, you know, that's a Catholic League school. So, I mean, they're in the the A Catholic League. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at some teams that have some experience, but, look, I've been impressed with Gross Point South all season. I'm taking the Blue Devils in this one I'm I, I just I the way that they've played and what I've seen from Oak Park I, I yeah. don't know how I could go any other way I, I think you see a situation where Gross Point South is putting up some major offensive numbers I mean the the defense of Oak Park has kind of proven that they uh they don't deal well with high-flying offenses and I would definitely uh, uh describe Gross Point South as a high-flying offense I mean a solid team in the red a solid team in that uh, district, a solid team in that um, division. I, they're, this is a this is a team that's going to be interesting to follow because they're not on the same path as their MAC Red counterparts. We've we've got Gross Point South um, 
could arguably make a deep run and not have to go and face a Mac Red team. It's just not going to happen. They'll never see another it's, Mac Red team. But it, again, you'll see ultimately, you know, with on the other side of that bracket, we've, we've talked about them over the last several weeks with what Mona Shores has been able to do this season. But Zach, in this bracket, again, you know, you, you look, we, we both take Ghost Point South at, at first glance between UAD Jesuit and Ghost Point North. Like, I know that. Jesuits two and two and or two and four and I know that South is three and th- or North is three and three but I also know what happens when they step out of the gold I saw it last week and and well that was, and that's a, so so I, I'm the other thing is though Jesuit that now in that one but here's the other thing this is the season where records don't really matter at the end of the day right you look at it it's a little deceptive it's you've got these these it's like whose line is it anyway and even Points even if you matter. even if you looked at the our, our power rankings and the record the record for the teams in the red you would look at that and say okay so if i'm if i'm if i'm assuming eisenhart they had two wins i i don't know where i they beat maybe what romeo and uh one of the other uh out of conference games it's like no they they beat Chip. they beat chippewa valley and when it, it's just an unpredictable uh result of these games that's what's making these picks so hard um and I, I actually think some of the picks that we have in playoffs now are a little bit easier than what we've been picking throughout the season, even though we are so familiar with both teams. We'll see how that pans out because our picks have been pretty bad so far this season. Well, we, I, I got off to a great start, and then, yeah, from there, uh, things kind of cratered. There's no, no doubt about it. So, uh, Zach, the Mac attack has it. Chippewa Valley, Stevenson, Dakota, Romeo, and Gross Point South all into the next round of the playoffs. Y'all get out there, enjoy it. If this is your last week, certainly enjoy it. If it's not uh, more fun to be had. And stay healthy. Yeah, again. That's I just, everything right now. Zach, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. I am just like, I, I don't want to, uh, I'm like anxiety stricken over sure. over a game for anybody yeah. getting getting canceled. And, I'm, I'm, and my anxiety will only grow the deeper into the playoffs that we get. Uh, yeah, I know, you know it. what I mean. And, I know and, it. And so I just, I hope, I hope that everybody is able to stay healthy and that we're able to get these games off. We will be back on Halloween Saturday. Saturday. That's right. A um, spooky, maybe, but definitely Zach. I mean, the playoff, this is, this is it. I, I know that um, the playoffs are of different value this year because everybody is in, but I mean, this is still the MHSAA postseason. This right. is, this is the high school football playoffs. And it's just, um, you know it's what we've been waiting for. Yeah, it's what I, we do this for. I'm just so glad that we're here, and, and you know we hope that that not only these five games get off, but that everybody else is due as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 32andMain.com. Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach. For more, visit 32andMain.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack is a proud member of the 32 and Main Network.